My name is PK from Almost Inevitable Design, and this is the $2.4 million podcast where we talk about web design, web development, and WordPress. Just a heads up, I might be using a, <laughs> I use a, I use quite a bit of profanity at times, which is why I checked on the explicit tag. Okay, we are now up to episode 009. This episode is called Click Click Boom from Saliva off of their album Every Six Seconds. It is um, from, what is it, 19, uh, 2001, that's right. Uh, so yeah, pretty much a new metal era type thing where uh, you hear a lot of rap and rock fusion sounds and all that kind of stuff. Um, late 90s, early 2000s was um, the new era age and all that. It was pretty good. Um, Saliva is actually really good at regular hard rock, but they sort of embraced the new metal feel. Their video, I'm gonna add it of course to the post on almostinevitable.com. Uh, their video is, <laughs> it's, you can tell it's, it's a bit old uh, from 2001. It has, it, it's really funny though. It's, I think it's funny. It's a, it, it has a whole mosh pit and people just jumping around and then there's, there's this girl uh, whose boyfriend was mean to this random boy and he, the, the boyfriend sort of roughed up uh, the boy, so the girlfriend got upset at him and just left him or something. And then she just turned up next to that boy and then kissed him. And then the boy suddenly just got up and started jumping around in the mosh pit and just, you know, kept on jumping around and headbanging till the, 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 the concert was over, till everybody was gone. So it's a it's a it's a funny i think it's a funny um video i guess uh yeah anyways that's not important so what is important is this episode is called click click boom because as soon as i saw this title i wanted to talk about this um it's about demo content and templates so a lot of people use uh, templates and demo content that is provided by the theme developer because we talk about WordPress a lot. Everything that I talk about in web development is pretty much WordPress. Um, so yeah, a lot of theme developers uh, provide uh, demo pages, demo layouts and all that. And they always say that it's just, it's so easy that all you need to do is just click, click and boom, you get your website. See, who'd have thunk saliva in the turn of the century would come up with such a cool future-proof title for web development <laughs> from a band named Saliva, no less. Yeah, so um, let's uh, let's start off with the uh, let's start off with the good stuff. All right, so some some of the good stuff. <laughs> well, it's gonna be really short. Uh, so I think a lot. Well, so let let's start with um, some a lot of theme developers, a lot of uh, uh, I guess theme developers. That's about it. Or plugin developers, because we're gonna include Elementor in there as well. Uh, they provide uh, templates and demo pages, demo layouts, or uh, you know that kind of stuff, right? So. The way that it works is usually it's done through a lot of short code uh, downloading from a database and then they load it as like a WordPress import thing. Uh, and then once you import all that stuff, it, it copies over 
the files as well and then it just um, sets everything up all the pages and everything for you and uh, uh, you get you get all the all the stuff and you get your demo layouts and everything so some uh, demo loaders are really good they actually just get everything set up from top to bottom you actually get a whole clone of the website right there and it, it's pretty much just a few clicks and you get a whole website so how are they um, a lot of how are they how are they good let's start let's start with that so some I think sometimes templates or demo content uh, we're gonna use both of the words uh, just interchangeably because pretty much that's what they say right they provide either templates or they provide demo content in, in all uh, intents and purposes it's pretty much the same thing so I'll just call them whatever now technically they're not the same thing Technically, they're not the same thing because a page template in WordPress is a page template PHP. It's a page template file. It's a PHP file. It's very different. But um, in the world of design, a template would be if you can just go in and change the content of some text or images, then you can still you know use that layout. So that's what a template normally is called. So yeah, so we're just gonna do that. But for yeah, for the rest of the for the remainder of this podcast, I guess I'm gonna call it something like a demo content. So, are demo contents good? Well, some they are, they can be good, and when they're showing you, uh, and this is what I think is the most important thing in what demo content does, is they show you the design sensibility of the theme developer or the designer who is designing for the theme. So, I've used WordPress quite a bit since WordPress 2.0 or something. So it's been it's been about over a decade. So I've been using it for quite a bit. And so I've been through the whole WordPress release this. It's so awesome. Like they used they they released uh what is it? Um short codes. They released short codes, which is great, you know? Um they released um what did they do? Uh, a long time ago when they first started off, they had uh they had short codes which was great, which is how uh, Elegant Themes started off making their uh, short code uh, um, plugins. And then they added, uh, they started, they made, they, they made a new um, page builder and then that later on became Divi. So that's how short codes became like, you know, the backbone of how page builders uh, started off. And, and, and what else? Uh, after that, they, they WordPress released custom post types, which is really important. That's how you get because WordPress only had posts and pages and now you're allowed to make stuff like uh, projects or movies, whatever kind of post type you want, which is how you get like listings, products and all kinds of stuff. So they, they did all that. So I've, I've so suffice to say, I've used a lot of WordPress themes, all right? So pretty much all the most, all the best sellers on, on ThemeForest, for example, like Avada, Enfold, Bridge, X, Uncode, Flatsum, The Seven, Jupiter, Salient, Impreza, w, WP, LMS, all that kind of stuff. And of course, I've used uh, a lot of um, popular themes that are not on uh, uh, ThemeForest, but still really popular, like Astra, um, Ocean, uh, what else do we have? Yeah, that kind of stuff, right? Uh, Sydney. <laughs> Sydney, yeah, that kind of stuff. And of course I've played with um, 
I, I've tried and played around with uh, page builders. So that would be stuff like Elementor or SiteGround page builder. And of course, WP Bakery, which, which used to be Visual Composer. And of course, my website is made in with Extra, which is a theme from Elegant Themes and Elegant Themes produces Divi. And of course, I use Divi as my main driver, my main work theme. So suffice to say, I've used a lot of themes. And the reason why I'm mentioning all this is because, like I said, templates are, demo content are good in showing you the design sensibility of the theme developer or designer. Why is that? So for example, I mean, why am I saying that? Well, um, a lot of people, some, some people might think that demo content, uh, you know, looks good and most of them all look good, most of them. But if you really get down into the nitty gritty of everything and if you really look really carefully, a lot of times you will see things that just are not right. For example, now, please, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sponsored by anyone. I, I don't care. And this is just pretty much exactly what I felt. And yeah, so fuck off, right? Now, for example, uh, Flatsum. Their demo content sort of looks okay when you look at it. But once you start playing around with the demo pages, and once you start um, actually just moving things around, changing the page sizes and all that, page widths and all that, um, it's, it's a very cluttered layout. Flatsum feels very cluttered. And what I've, I've actually, I've actually had a fucking client ask me to make an e-commerce website that had some very specific things that he wanted. So it would work well with Flatsum. So we decided that we'd use Flatsum, but he wanted me to make Flatsum look like a demo page on Avada, which is fucking stupid. It is stupid, stupid, right? It is a fucking stupid idea, but that's what he wanted. So, I thought it was a good challenge and I did, I tried it. So what happened was, now the reason why I didn't use Avada was because A, um, he had a very specific idea for some parts of the website and like the header and some e-commerce stuff that he really needed, that he really wanted and we had to use Flatsum for that. Avada would definitely not cut it, so we would do that. But for some fucking reason, he saw he liked an Avada layout, which I thought was stupid. It was, it didn't even look that good. So what I did was I pretty much copied almost everything that Avada demo page had, and I tried to make it look pretty much the same. Now, they all have their builders, right? Avada has whatever fucking builder they have. It's called I don't know. I don't even remember what it's called. Um, what the fuck is that thing called? I'm checking right now. Um, Fusion Builder, that's right. It's called fucking Fusion Builder. So they have that <laughs> and Flatsum has the UX Builder. Um, uh, yeah, whatever. So I, so basically you can put things in rows, columns and all that, right? 
So I did, and then I started styling it. So the basic styling that Flatsum has, it, the basic styling that it, it, it that comes with the default, right, is not very good. Flatsum has very, very thin margins. Everything's just cluttered and stuck together, and the way that it builds its things, like the grids, just put paddings, margins on everything, and it's just, it's very hard to keep things well aligned in Flatsum, I found. And I really did not enjoy using Flatsum. I've, I have used Flatsum in the past, and I was happy with it, which is why I bought it. But um, the more I learned about, um, I don't know, well-aligned design and, and having spaces enough so the design will breathe. The more I learned about design uh, and the more I started coding everything myself, the more I hated Flatsum. And I think it's a stupid theme. It's, yeah, I don't care if you don't like me for that, but because that's just my fucking opinion, so fuck off. But yeah, I really don't like Flatsum. I don't like Avada either, right? <laughs> so fuck that. Um, Avada is just very, you, you you call, like I've seen people call other themes bloated and all that. Avada can be bloated as well. And um, of course, if it's well uh, optimized, pretty much any top selling theme can be very well optimized and be fast, but I just didn't like Avada. I didn't, I didn't like it. Um, so that kind of stuff happens. And depending on what you're using, there's a certain look. You can, you actually get a certain look if you're using a theme and if you start using their templates you get a you get a look locked in and it's yeah so um, if unless you're gonna code everything from top to bottom which is pretty much refuting the whole point of using a designed theme as opposed to like a really default empty theme or, or builder you know but something that is a little bit more designed and has its own aesthetics. If, unless you're gonna be coding from top to bottom, which defeats the whole purpose, then you're gonna be stuck with the design that the theme comes in, right? So the dem demo content is good in showing you um, the design chops of the theme designer. All right, does that make sense? That, yeah, okay, so that's good. Yeah, that, that can be good or it can be bad, right? Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about other really crappy shit, motherfucking fuck shit themes later on. Oh, fucking. F All right. Anyways, I'll, I'll get to that later after that. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I'm, 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 I've, I've started cursing anyway, so might as well get into it. Um, WPLMS, which is the most popular uh, LMS theme on ThemeForest. It looks okay on ins upon first inspection, but it is the fucking shittiest theme I have ever, ever had the displeasure of installing. It is so bad. Not only do their regular specs, their required specs for a server be pretty much insanely high, which, I don't know, it, I think that's stupid because it should be able to run on just at least medium level servers, you know? So that's stupid. 
and whatever whatever you ask them they're like it's your fucking fault your fucking fault you know and it's just frustrating to talk to them and um once you load it there's oh like you you end up with like fucking 20 or 30 plugins just to start off with and they're most of them are all proprietary and it's so fucking stupid that it actually it it actually comes with i don't know if this is still the same but i don't i'm not even checking their fucking page so yeah it used to at least i'm pretty sure it still does it used to come with two fucking sliders the uh, revolution slider and the layer slider the two biggest sliders they're just they're just buying everything just buying license and just throwing that in there and saying we come with all of this well fuck off we'll just use one properly what's the fucking point of actually installing having the uh having two fucking sliders full-fledged sliders which nobody <laughs> uses and just just offering it what's the point and then they also have like two they used to i'm pretty sure they took out one now but they used to have like two three three or two 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 different page builders like one was a fork of the old elegant themes page builder and i think and one is visual composer like what the fuck and like some demo pages work only with their page builder and some demo pages work with the visual composer what the fucking fucking shit is that so that, yeah, and so I gave them a one star because they were fucking shit. They were fucking shit. So I gave them one star. And then they're like, oh, you didn't even ask us. You don't. You didn't even start a support ticket. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. I don't need to start a support ticket. If it didn't work, I don't need to do that. It's not working. It should work. It should fucking work. If I buy a theme, it should work. It, you shouldn't be like installing 20, 30 plugins and then crashing. You know, it's just fucking work. It doesn't work. So um, they just got angry at me and I was just like, fuck off, right? And later they, they tried to clean up their one stars. I would give it a negative two star, negative five stars if I could, but they were cleaning up their one star. So they reached out to me and said they would give me a refund and they would refund me. And that means that my review would be gone because I'm not a purchased user. So I said, you can fucking keep your fucking $60 or whatever the hell I paid for that. You can keep that money. I'm keeping my review, right? <laughs> and they got angry at me. But um, later, like right before the end of the, the, the offer, I just re refunded it and I bought some other shit theme. theme. I don't know. Anyways, um, so that was, yeah, I, I, I don't like WPLMS. So, oh yeah, if I had to buy um, an LMS theme, I would buy, I don't like most of them. Uh, Eduma isn't too bad, but it's still pretty shit. I don't know. It's at least a lot better than WPLMS and Eduma uses um, LearnPress, it uses LearnPress, which is pretty well developed. It's actually developed by the people who develop LearnPress. So it's it's not bad at all. It's it's not the best, but it's it's usable. As opposed to like WPLMS where they fucking make their own LMS plugin and then install like fucking 20 other plugins just to support that fucking plugin, you know, like fuck off. Anyways, so some templates are really bad. 
<laughs> some, some themes and demo content are really bad. All right, now, here's another good use of demo content. Besides understanding the, the design sensibility, Oh yeah, by the way, design sensibility. Um, Elegant Themes offers a lot of demo pages, right? And you can load it pretty easily. Uh, that's great. But you can tell from their demo pages and their design that A, pretty good design. I really like how they design. Their design looks professional. Um, I've seen some child themes being offered, Divi child themes being offered here and there, uh, just floating around on the internet. Looks like shit. Like fucking shit. I'm not going to say who, but looks like shit. Like, what the fuck is this? And it doesn't even respond. Like, what the fuck? Just sucks, right? So I've seen shitty, shitty child themes. But anyways, uh, Divi, as opposed to that, Divi has pretty well-designed professional layouts. But... Um, they Divi Elegant Themes seems to embrace a bit more uh, airy, a bit more room to breathe, a little bit more space between elements, and they use a lot of blocks you can see, and some are staggered, and they use um, a lot of strong colors here and there, and that's that's their style. So you can tell whatever they do in the future, and even their website looks like some of their some of the parts that come from their. Uh, 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 demo content, you know, so you can really tell what kind of design style that's, you know, a, a certain designer or theme developer has. Okay, so let's get on to the second issue, uh, not issue, second point. Uh, demo content can be good for DIYers. I don't know, I don't, it's, it sounds weird if I say DIYers, dyers, no, DIY is, yeah, do it yourselfers, right? So DIYers to load and to play with or end up publishing because uh, it comes with a lot of things that most people might not be on par or skilled enough to properly load and properly put together and that helps so if you're going to be so if you really think that um you can load a page and just change some text and change some images and take out some uh, some sections because you're going to take them out. You're definitely going to take them out because that demo page has everything in it and you don't need everything. So you're going to take them out. I guarantee that, right? So if they start doing that and they change some stuff around and they're happy that it works, that's great. All right. So if you're a hobbyist, if you're a DIYer, that makes sense. You can do that. I guess that's fine. All right. Yeah. And also, Water and also, ooh, that water bottle is metal. <laughs> metal. All right. So another thing is another thing that's good about demo content. I think it's it's helpful for uh, beginners, uh, newbies, beginners, amateurs to learn from. It's it's really good to learn from. Um, I think if if you find some good demo content, you can actually learn how to design from that because the layouts are well made. All right. Like the spacing is consistent and it makes sense. There's a clear visual hierarchy. The ones that are properly made, not the shitty ones that I've mentioned, uh, the ones that are well made that actually follow good graphic design practices. Um, they are good to learn from. 
they're good to learn from. So think about this. If you look at um, Behance or Dribble, where they have, I think I mentioned this before, where they have unrealistic, yeah, unrealistic layouts and, and designs. If it's, well, not unrealistic, impractical would be the better term, impractical uh, design, then learning from that has a certain think out of the box aspect to it, but demo content is actually very practical, doable layouts. So it's really good to learn from that. All right. So what do you need? What can you learn from that? All right. So let's think about this now. <laughs> at least, at least you can get something out of it. And it, well, you already learned that WPLMS is not worth buying. Fuck those guys. And <laughs> they can fuck off. All right. So <laughs> I fucking hate them. I so hate them. Anyways. Um, well, where was I? Uh, yeah. So what can you something something else that you can learn or get get from this episode <laughs> besides my barrage of of cursing um you can actually here's here's here are things that you can learn when you look at new demo demo content right so let's say for example because i i use a lot of divi i'm always checking out the elegant themes uh blog posts and stuff and oh by the way divi 4 Divi version four is gonna come out soon, and I'm gonna be waiting, 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 and then as soon as it comes out, I'm gonna load it and try it out, and probably make like a, a video that's just like a walkthrough, and and yeah, hopefully I can I can do it in time, quick enough, or later it'll be a thorough review if I'm too late. <laughs> you know, I'll, as soon as you as soon as it comes out, you're like initial like reaction or review. And then later on, if you just miss that window, then you're like, ah, oh, here's a thorough review. I wanted to review after I played around with it enough, you know. Anyways, um, so I, I see a lot of elegant themes, layouts and stuff, right? And I think, like I said, they do a good job. It's professional, it's on point. And what you can tell from that is, if you look at the whole layout, you can actually see the visual hierarchy of the typography and they they do the, a good job of that like if as soon as you look at the hero section you see the main title and you see what it's supposed to be doing or at least the section where it's supposed to convey the main idea and then as you, as you go down it leads your eye to through a story it, it actually does it, it looks okay it does its job really well and um, it's professional design all right, it's professional design. Everything um, is well spaced and well placed, so it's good. A lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, demo content. I don't even care." Like, fuck off. It's some of most of the times I've seen, I've seen your fucking websites. Demo content from Elegant Themes is most of the times better than your shit. Okay, so it's good, and you, you can at least learn from that. All right, so that's what I think beginners and amateurs. Um, should do. They should look at it. They should see why it's good. It's not just the colors. Think about the spacing. Look at it in black and white. You can see the spacing. All right. So that's all important. All right. So that is also good. That's also good use of demo content. All right. Now we're done with that part. Having said that, all right. Having said that, 
if you are getting paid to do web design and paid to make websites, web development, then don't fucking use templates. What the fuck? Another scam artist? What? Like, all right, unless it's like a couple dollars, like gold coin donations. In Australia, we have gold coins. Um, that Those are the $1 and $2 uh, coins. And then next up is the $5 bills. Uh, Australian money doesn't burn. <laughs> yeah. All right, so anyways, um, Canada has the loonies and toonies. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so in Australia, if they, if they say a gold coin donation, it's like, yeah, you know, like we don't it, just drop in a coin or two, like one or two dollars and, you know, right? So, and it actually adds up pretty quickly because those are dollars, you know? So anyways, um, if you're getting paid like a few cents or a few dollars, then yeah, just use a template. Yeah, why not? Right, but if you're actually getting paid proper, uh, um, I don't, I don't want to say industry prices, but at least proper professional prices that you quoted, then don't fucking use templates. Why the fuck would you use templates? That is more of a scam than making bad design. Seriously, I think that's more of a scam than than doing shitty design. Because if you're doing shitty design. Sometimes now, now, I'm not saying I'm not saying you whoever's listening you do shitty design because somebody some people can dig that design. I'm not kidding. I've seen people be very happy with what I think are shitty designs. A lot of sometimes things are subjective, and I can say it's shitty design because it doesn't serve the purpose well. The the graphic design purpose that that thing is supposed to be doing, but the client might like it. Which, in the end, it's their taste that is ruining the whole uh, uh, visual presentation. It's their fucking fault. What are you gonna say, right? But there is also a market for that. Some people actually like that shit. Who, who cares, right? So as long as that works, it works. So if, if there's a certain aesthetic that works for clients and the other designers think that's bad, Oh well, right? I mean, yeah, just you do you, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't like it, but yeah, right? So that at least is doing your job, you know? If you think, like, I can just do this, just load a template, change the words, I'll change it enough, I'll change it enough, that's fine, I'll change the color here, change that image, nobody can tell. Well, fuck off, you're not, you're not doing your job. That, what, because, you need to understand what the client wants and you know like also oh yeah besides besides just layouts i'm not saying you got to make your own layouts you don't have to all the time but think about this if you load a demo content demo layout and if you just change the words and some colors and that's it later on what can happen is when things break or when things don't align properly or if things um, don't respond to certain sizes well, then you won't know how to fix that because you didn't build it. Duh, have you thought of that, right? So 
this is this, and this happens a lot especially when people oh man um when i see some people put their layouts together and they sometimes struggle and then what happens is like a row gets a certain pixel number for their uh, margins and paddings and then the column inside of that gets some negative margins and then paddings here and there and then it just keeps coming down until everything becomes a mess you know like uh like a haphazardly laid stack of books so things are going that way and this way and then you just keep going um, building on top of that it becomes a mess right as opposed to um you know doing it properly from the from the start but if you load demo content and then you start changing it with air quotes changing it so it will fit the client's needs fuck off but I'm, I'm doing air quotes here with my fingers if you can't you can't see so i'm doing air quotes with my fingers so if you're changing that then what's going to happen is you're going to start not you but what happens is naturally just a generic you you're going to start fixing things on top of what was there right because you're not going to default everything just put everything to zero and just put everything to default settings because that's why 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 else would you load the demo content right so that means you're building on top of that demo content that means the more you change it the more convoluted it's going to be and then later on things are just going to go to hell it's just going to be shit later on because everything you know like if you keep adding and taking away numbers even though you come to zero it, it's a mess on your way there and it just becomes a mess so that happens a lot i've seen that happen to a lot of websites and it, it's it's not going to work and, and a good developer can't even fix that because it's so convoluted you know so don't do that if you have your own method of building stick with that learn the design and then make your own layouts from how you think that design should be made and if you don't know learn from it and then make it on your own you gotta learn to make it on your own which is what people are fucking paying you to do making it to fit the client's needs not load a template and then mess that shit up and give the client a piece of shit website no you you take your time you take your skill you 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 know upgrade your skills so you can deliver an on par design that's what you're being paid for right unless you're pay, you're being paid like pennies australia doesn't have pennies but still unless you're getting paid like pennies and you don't give a shit then yeah i guess do whatever the fuck you want you're getting paid pennies and ask for a better wage but if you're actually doing a professional job of this then no no it's not that's not what you're supposed to be doing you're supposed to be um, bettering yourself you're supposed to be learning so you can do uh, you can deliver the best at the best possible uh, result to the client that they trusted you to do and gave you fucking money that you can buy food with 
you know? So, <laughs> it's getting, it's you buy food with. All right, so anyway, anyway so that, that's what I think. Don't, yeah, so simple, simple rundown of main bullet points. Demo content is good in showing you the design sensibility of the theme developer and designer. Demo content can be good for DIYers to load up and play with. It can also be good for beginners and amateurs to learn from. Uh, however, if you are getting paid to do this, then don't use it because it's going to become a mess. Oh, I'm okay with that. No, 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 no. You're a scam artist if you think you're okay with pro providing a piece of shit website. You're a fucking scam artist. Why are you getting paid to give people a shitty website, right? If you want to, if you go to a store and you in the and you ask the person to make you, I don't know, go to a restaurant, ask the person to make you a sandwich, and they're just like slopping shit on together and just throwing it together and then just just putting it in a plastic bag and just shaking it and then just throwing at you, and you're like, oh, I love this sandwich. No, you don't. No, it's gonna be a shit sandwich. So no, right? So don't 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 be like that. Okay, just learn how to get better. Yeah. All right. So, uh, oh yeah, and of course, lastly, uh, don't use WPLMS. <laughs> uh, yeah. So another thing that we need to think about uh, with demo content is that inherently, demo content includes pretty much everything that it has, so it's more than you would need, and it doesn't follow what the client, what your personal client needs, and lastly, the most important thing is it is been orchestrated to be the perfect specimen of the theme, the best that the designer could do. So that means if you start changing anything, it's not gonna work for starters. And second, the client's never gonna be happy with that. I've never ever, after all this experience, after even seeing other people do this, try this, attempt this, they've, they've loaded demo content, if it loads properly, not like WPMS, WP, WPLMS, because uh, their shit doesn't even load. Uh, if they, if you, if you load everything, and if in the end, if, once you start loading all of that, like bridge, if you start loading, let's say for example, a whole bridge uh, demo, you get like 20 pages, and you don't need all 20 pages, so you're gonna be deleting everything, and it just becomes a mess, and the database becomes all fucked up. So. Not only is it a problem because you load way more than you need and then you start taking things out. In the end, even if you take things out, there are gonna be things that you need to modify or alter just so it'll fit the contents, I mean, sorry, the client's content. So what's the whole point, right? Like I've seen a lot of people uh, try this. They see how demo content works and they're like, hey, this is so cool. And look at this, this design is so cool. I think I think I can get a client to sign off on this. And it's never happened. I don't know if you've actually convinced a client that demo content with text, only text and image changes have been ever signed off and they've finished, uh, finalized the project. I don't know if you've been lucky enough to do that, but I've never seen that happen, ever. Never seen that happen not just with me, but with other people. I've never seen that happen because everything is, especially if it's a client, everything is so personal and it is so different. They're all unique and you're never gonna be able to do that. Now, granted, if you pay for like $60, $50, $20, $30 or whatever on like Fiverr and Upwork, I don't know, like if there are people who really turnaround time is a couple days 
and they charge really cheap money for that, then yeah, of course you're gonna be expecting demo content with text changes, and that's it. And that's fine, there's a niche for that too, but if you're getting paid um, proper uh, client-specific, paid for client-specific websites, then demo content is not gonna cut it because I've never seen that work. You have way more than you need, and if you start taking it out, they're gonna start coming up with more ideas of trying to fit the content in somewhere because that content is not gonna fit in the demo. And in the end, you're gonna be adding more stuff and it just becomes a fuckload of bullshit that never was supposed to be like that in the first place. So uh, inherently, demos are not gonna work. There are very different markets and I don't know, I, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. It does not work. So uh, yeah, that's, um, that's another thing that probably need to think about. I'm adding, I'm actually, uh, I actually added this recording. This, um, this is like four minutes. I'm actually adding this because I thought about the whole recording and I totally missed adding this part. So this is just, um, just added. All right. So that was 40 minutes of me getting angry at WPLMS and talking about demo content and scam artists. All right, so we're gonna go. I don't know if I'm gonna have enough time now. It's 20 minutes left. I don't know. So let's see, uh, let's go to uh, articles and news. And we are back with articles and news, news articles, articles, news. So remember how I talked about Adobe releasing Fresco? Yeah, so this one's about Adobe Fresco. So um, I think I mentioned like a few episodes ago uh, that Adobe is trying to get into the uh, iPad sketch market, you know, the, the market that is dominated by Procreate. And we talked about that, well, not we, but I talked about that, right? So how Procreate sounds like fucking, but... <laughs> Procreate. Sorry, sorry, I just had to say that, that, say it that way. I just wanted to really say it. There's no way, there's nowhere I can say that. So I can't say that at work. You know, I, can't, I can't say that to my wife or my daughter. So, so I can just say that in my room alone, yeah. Name of the app that I use the most on my iPad just just is another word for fucking. All right, so <laughs> it's um it's an Australian developer in Tasmania, I think. Uh, anyways, Procreate is uh, <laughs> I can't stop. All right, so Procreate is the the dominant app in uh, on the iPad in the sketching uh, world, and Adobe wanted a piece of that, so they developed Fresco. Now. Of course, if, if you're gonna do the exact same thing, uh, no use, there's, there's nothing, there's no differentiation from between uh, Fresco and Procreate. So what Adobe did was they came up with, what is it called, live paint stuff, something like that. So what they do is they actually have, and I'll, I'll actually get a video of someone doing it and showing you how, how it looks. And it's really cool. Uh, the Adobe 
Sketch app. There's a free Adobe Sketch app that does something similar. And I was impressed by it because you can do watercolors and then you can tap on something and then dry it instantly. So they sort of have some algorithms to um, try and, and simulate watercolors and water paint spreading all that stuff and ink, you know? So that's really cool. Uh, and that's pretty much the main differentiation. And they, I think it, because it's, it's a new software, I don't think they have some features like um, brushes or whatever. Oh, well, they, they provide brushes, but I'm not sure if you can use Adobe brushes, ABR files or whatever. Procreate can, I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, they have some stuff. And the reason why I don't even care or remember, and the reason why my interest in Adobe Fresco is fucking gone now is because it's on a subscription. They give you six months free, and then after that, 10 US dollars per month until the day you die or they stop updating Fresco, whichever comes first. <laughs> so if you are on an Adobe subscription, then it comes with, like if you're on a, if you, if you pay for your Photoshop InDesign or uh, Illustrator, then it comes with. If not, then you gotta pay 10 US dollars for uh, using a fucking app on your iPad to draw. And compared to that, Procreate's like, what, five dollars? No, not five, seven? I don't know how much it is, wait, let me check. It's, it's not a lot, it's really cheap. So, Procreate app, don't, don't show me fucking <laughs> don't show me don't show me porn just take me to the app um procreate 5 is coming out soon i don't know how much this is show me show me a link uh oh there it is is this it i don't know so yeah compared to that procreate is oh just fucking show me the link to the ah oh. see this is why it's oh there we go Oh, so $15, yeah, $15 exclusively from the app store, $15, no subscriptions, no subscriptions. I don't like subscriptions because, well, some things that you can use all the time, you do use all the time, maybe you have, maybe you can pay for subscriptions, but a lot of times I'd like to just pay once and be done with it. So that's why I use the Affinity Suite and I don't use Adobe, especially for my work at home and at work, you know, at the office, I mean, the office pays for all the stuff, so it doesn't matter. But for me, I just pay for a, a, the Affinity Suite once and I'm done. I'll, I'll get into Affinity later. But yeah, I just like to pay once and, we're, and be done with it. So Procreate does that. Uh, Fresco puts you on subscription. So one and a half month of Adobe Fresco is the same as paying for Procreate and Procreate can do pretty much everything except for ink smudging. No, not ink smudging, ink spreading. So yeah, fuck off Adobe. All right, next, <laughs> next. Um, I think I think this has the most f bombs ever in all my all of my podcasts. Yeah. All right. So uh, next is on Web Designer Depot, and it is about Are you too old to be a web designer? Whoa. So. Um, this is something that, I don't know, you, 
I don't know who's listening, but I don't, I don't know how old you are, if, if you know the people who are listening. But um, just I, I'm not going to tell you how I can't tell you how old I am. I'm I'm, I'm 40, so um, I I'm pretty much like the age where anybody older than me sort of became an adult be- before the internet was a thing and anybody younger than me grew up with the internet so internet became a thing around when i was like high school or something and i used modems back then and like you know the telephone line and if mom picks up the phone you, your internet drops out and stuff so um i'm like right stuck in the middle of that that those two generations and i i have characteristics uh personality characteristics of the older generation and the younger generation i'm just like a mess so are you too old to learn new stuff well no i don't think and this article also talks about how you're not you probably would not be Um, but i think the important thing is the really really most important thing about learning uh new skills is to actually fucking learn new skills. Stop being a Luddite, stop being an old person, stop being so old and actually learn it, you know? You can learn, it's it's not that hard, you know? So, and, and you know, computers nowadays, everything is at least made better than it was when we were younger, you know? Like I started with a black and white, no, not green and green and black screen, you know, green and black screen. I would boot up MS-DOS 2.0 or whatever with a floppy disk, five point whatever inch floppy disk, floppy disk. Yeah, said that properly. So <laughs> this this episode is a mess. I'm talking about Procreate porn and no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. So um, it's the important thing is that you actually try to learn, always learn something. And you remember how I talked about having uh, uh, my own personal project time, and this is part of that. Um, I also have like I've I've made that a little longer. I have an hour every day, but I made it an hour twenty minutes, hour fifteen minutes, and I use the ten to fifteen minutes of extra uh, overflow from that hour as learning something. I watch a tutorial, whether it's from. Uh, um, what is it, Udemy, or whether it's from YouTube, whether it's an illustration tutorial, whether it's a web coding tutorial, whatever it is, I just learn something every day. And it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. And you wanna try new things and you, and, and you become more creative, you know? So um, you're never too old to learn new things, I think, unless you're like 95, 97, then maybe some things take a long time and you might not have the time to learn it, but <laughs> that's mean. Uh, but <laughs> this, this is the worst podcast ever. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, you can just keep trying to learn new things. It's important. Just stop stop being a Luddite, stop being an asshole. Just actually learn things, all right? I think that's it. So uh, let's get on to the next article. I'm hitting around 50 minutes now, but all right, well, Another article is, oh yeah, this is a follow-up. This is a follow-up on that article that I had that I mentioned about Domino's Pizza, right? The big lawsuit. And this one, what happened was, um, you might've seen people share this article on some groups and stuff, 
But um, the Supreme Court of the U.S. The US Supreme Court uh, threw that uh, case out. So they're saying, no, we're not touching this. Take it down. And <clears throat> basically them saying that uh, Domino's Pizza needs to redo their website and needs to make it uh, compliant or accessible. And Domino's Pizza is saying this will become, if they lose, please help us, please stop, please help us not lose because if we do lose, uh, the whole world is gonna start suing everyone, including us, and we're gonna die. And uh, the courts are saying, well, you should make it accessible. Fuck off, all right? So that's that's what happened. So let's see what happens um, from this. If the lower courts do not have a proper uh, decision, it will come back up to Supreme Court. But for now, it's pretty much saying that um, Domino's should make their websites more accessible. And, you know, blind people should be able to enjoy pizza without having friends do it for them, right? Cool. Let's go to resources. Hey, look at that. I can maybe fit this in an hour. I don't know. It could be like 59 minutes or an hour, a couple minutes. I don't know. But in resources, what we're going to talk about is first off, sketching templates. Now, this is not about um, sketching your own templates. It's about templates that allow you to sketch. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. So what this is, is you can download a bunch of stuff from this website, maybe buy this guy a coffee. Uh, I can't pronounce his name, but yeah. So the website is SketchEyes, S-K-E-T-C-H-I-Z-E, SketchEyes, SketchEyes.com. And what, they, what this website has, which I think is really cool, is it gives you some downloadable and then later on printable um, templates like a phone, smartphone, it's an iPhone. Well, I don't know, you can say smartphone, but it's a, it's an iPhone. So um, you can, there's like a bunch of iPhone stuff with the um, blank or it has a grid on it, all that. It has a browser uh, template where you can draw inside a browser. So, and it has a tablet template, it's an iPad, it's not a, it's an iPad. So it has all that, so you can start drawing on it, right? So the reason why we have that is because it's good to wireframe things and you can wireframe on paper. Of course, you could draw a rectangle and then draw inside that and say, hey, this is an iPad. You can do that, but you can also print this out and it'll come, it comes with the grid so you can actually draw proper rectangles and it will look like an iPad. So you can draw inside the screen of the iPad and it looks like an iPad mock-up. So you can do that. So that's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. So you should try it out. It's pretty cool. All right, next. Um, this is about color terminology, designforusers.com. Design for with the four, number four. I think we talked about this, number four. <laughs> and it has a lot of words here, like color properties, uh, hue, value, 
chromaticity, saturation, and there's a color wheel, basic colors, color types, primary, secondary. Primary colors are for heroes, secondary colors are for villains, except Hulk is green and purple. Is he a hero or is he a villain? Yeah, so, <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. That's, that's how a lot of people, uh, that's how the, the superheroes are done, pretty much. Not kidding. Thanos is purple. Uh, Iron Man is red and yellow. Captain America is red, white, and blue because he's Captain America. Um, Superman, uh, red, red, yellow, and blue. Red, yellow, and blue. Yep, that's right. And Spider-Man, red and blue, right? Doctor Doom, purple, I think, right? Yeah, so yeah, just think about all that. They're all, villains are secondary colors, um, heroes are primary colors, yeah. So yeah, uh, cool neutral colors, color systems, and learn about uh, RGBY, RGBCMYK, and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, a lot of these words, it really helps you understand when you read and when you listen to other designers talk about color schemes or color uh, layouts and all that kind of stuff. So uh, it's, it's worth checking out. It's a, it's a good glossary. Cool. Now, last, this resource is um, pretty interesting. I think it's, um, it's interesting, especially if you um, deal with a lot of um, local businesses and local businesses that have like inventories or spec sheets and all that because this is an excel2html.net and it takes X, excel and makes it into you guessed it html not kidding it does that and it's really cool so what you can do if you have like excel on your computer or whatever uh you can click on this add-in it's called an add-in and you can go to it, it, it will take you to the Microsoft Office page and you can download that add-in and what you can do is you can take an Excel spreadsheet, take some take some um, cells, uh, uh, what is it, select them and then make them into uh, an HTML table. I think that's pretty cool. So uh, have fun with that. All right, so that is it for this episode look at that 55 minutes on my recording i might edit a little bit i might take out some stuff but or add in no, i'm not going to add in more cursing but yes yeah, so <laughs> there's going to be a little bit of music so at least it ends within an hour that's good yeah that's good all right so um yeah nothing else to do nothing else to talk about so we talked about demo content and let me know what you think I am gonna have to answer some questions because I'm getting quite a few questions now I'm gonna have to answer some questions I'm, I'm not sure if I'm gonna name names but I will talk about them sometime or I might just reply to your emails I don't know so yeah uh, I will see you in episode 10 yay next episode 10 all right I'll see you there bye bye <laughs>